0: Today on the Moolily podcast, as we continue our series on friendship, we're going to be talking about loyalty and how we can care for each other and really protect each other's hearts. We are women who have given up on trying to live in perfectionism and guilt, because let's be honest, it just doesn't work. So we're trying something different and choosing to live intentionally and with hope. Please join us as we attempt to open the conversation and search out answers in a safe place. Welcome to the Moo Lily podcast. Good morning. Good
1: morning on this rainy, rainy day, my friend.
0: It is a lovely rainy spring day, but it's okay because we're sitting in front of the fire. We are.
1: But I only have one piece of wood left. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't not, right? Isn't that? Yeah. I say it's great and then I have to find the negative.
0: (laughs) We were just talking about (laughs) friendship and how we describe ourselves. And that's classic (laughs) Christiana. It is. It is. Working on it. It's really good except for this. (laughs) (laughs) I cooked this amazing meal. Except (laughs) it needs salt. (laughs) Okay. Ah. (coughs) We love you, Christiana. Thank you for being with us. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, glad to be here. <laughs> 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 so, you mentioned this morning that you're not feeling awesome. No.
1: My mom and I are doing whole 30. Good on you. Yeah, we're on day three. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you the first day and you're, and you're like, how's it going? I was like, oh, it's so hard. And you're like, oh, what day it is? And I was like, the first day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it was is like you noon. <laughs> you hadn't eaten one. <laughs> You'd had one meals.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's hard. So I've done dairy-free, g- grain-free a lot of my adult life. Mm-hmm. And I don't eat much sugar, but it is really amazing. Even the like little piece of chocolate in the afternoon or. Yeah. I don't know. Just stuff like that. It's really hard. Sugar withdrawal is hard. And -hmm. I'm definitely experiencing that. So that and hormones and the weather. Just a bit of a
0: mess. Yeah. It's okay. Real life. Real life. Real life right here. Yeah. Yeah. My husband's doing a no sugar thing. Which I really admire him for. (laughs) But we have like, because we just came out of Easter, which was a few weeks ago now. But we still have like candy. And I just feel responsible to just... Every day, just chip away at it. Yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> I'm just doing my part. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> Taking one for the team, Christina. <laughs> but it's funny, not having somebody to share it with really makes it less enjoyable. Yeah. Like that's yeah our little yeah. routine of like sitting down after the kids are in bed and after he's finished his work and we either just hang out or we watch a show and there's always something sweet involved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now I'm on my own. Oh. Well, that's just not as fun I'm sorry you know i'm
1: kind of a weird like so i love sharing food i love it but when it comes to sweets and chocolate i'm like a by myself like mm. a crackhead like a, a closet lo-
0: cl- yeah <laughs> it's
1: a little <laughs> unhealthy i like don't like it eating sweets with other people i'm like go away, i want to be by myself in my room in the dark enjoying this chocolate
0: <laughs> i love it <laughs> i've never thought of that crackhead <laughs> is that what crackheads do <laughs> Probably
1: not. I'll ask my friends who were cracking. Like yeah, I think it's a more social thing, but I don't right. know. It's just <laughs> this, like, I <laughs> want to be alone with my guilt. I don't know. <laughs> just, okay.
0: Okay. So we're on next? social media. <laughs> yes. <coughs> <laughs> on Facebook and on Instagram. Mm hmm. And we have a website. We do. We mm-hmm. are in the process of revamping our social media everything. and learning some new skills and yeah. developing some new color palettes and logo design. I don't even know what half of that means, but I'm really enjoying the process. Yeah. So hopefully, you'll see that it and should you be enjoy it too.
1: Well, on its way by the time this airs.
0: Mm-hmm. So give us your feedback. That's right about everything. We love yeah. to hear from you we do we got this sweet sweet comment on facebook Mm -hmm. from a new friend she's now (laughs) our friend (laughs) and it just blessed me so much that she had she shared that she listened to the podcast and this is a journey that the lord has been taking her on and that we were able to be a part of that That was really very special so thank you for that brink keep it coming that's right um we also have some wonderful sponsors at wooten media yep they produce really beautiful wedding videos and videos of many shapes and forms. So you should check them out. They uh-huh. are also on social media or just look up Wooten, Wooten Media.
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Google Wooten Media. Probably should know that information by yes. this point.
0: <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to be g- talking about friendship. We are. And we have. A special guest with us, somebody mm-hmm. who has been on the Moon Lily podcast before. Mm-hmm. She is gracing the mic again. Mm-hmm. This is Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. Do you uh, would you like to introduce Hannah, Christiana?
1: Mm-hmm. Hannah is my ODF, Woo-hoo. which stands for oldest dearest friend, and we like that it sounds like a bad thing. It right. <laughs> 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 Kind of makes me happy. Um, Hannah is a remarkable lady. She's a mom. She's a wife. The wife came first part. <laughs> and she is pre med barely. At J <laughs> U. <KU. laughs> um she has one more year. She's gonna be taking the MCAT soon. Yeah. She is delightful and fun and very nurturing and affectionate. And we get up to all kinds of shenanigans <laughs> together and have been since nineteen I don't even. I can't do math. That was a while ago. What was I'm twenty years about ago? A previous <laughs> ninety-seven <laughs> century since <laughs> nineteen ninety-seven. <1997. laughs>
2: <laughs> I wasn't there until you said twenty, and I was like, oh, I can count that much. <laughs> 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 In college. That'll do that for you. <laughs> Better late like than never. That's right. That's <laughs> you that's need right. to know how to count. <laughs> it's important. I should probably go back. <laughs> 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 I don't know if it didn't work the first time. <laughs> 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 it didn't stick <laughs> it didn't take <laughs> do english majors have to take math <laughs> Is that a thing? well
1: you know kind of a little bit of it <laughs> <laughs> i mean i had to use math and flipping an astronomy yeah like a complex lot. physics a lot and math. that was bad wow. we're not going to talk about that today okay that's so Anna.
0: you're in med school no and well, you're in <laughs> I, <men>. <laughs> I would love to. You be in have med gone school. back to school. Yep. Yeah. With four children. Yes. And a husband who works full time. Yes. And wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in counselling. In <laughs> counseling. <laughs> you need that. <laughs> People Keep are like, how going? do you
1: do it? I was like, I don't. I'm just going crazy slowly <laughs> or quickly. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty yeah. amazing
0: thing though. Yeah. Um, so I'd love to hear a little bit about that journey, that you decided that this was a part of something yeah. that you wanted to go back and invest this time yeah. and money and emotional process to so do. So
2: I, um, uh, probably every baby that I've had, which is four, um, <laughs> right around like two or three months after they were born, I was like, maybe I should get a job. Maybe I should go back to school. And I think that's just because I'm restless and I'm like my dad and like to start things after I've just started other things and (laughs) (laughs) um, usually I'd pray about it and really felt the holy spirit be like why don't you just you know finish nursing your baby and we'll (laughs) talk later yeah (laughs) fine um and then after my fourth baby we were I felt very done and we prayed about it and stuff and just felt like yep we're this is where we're good with building Mm -hmm. our family and um so we decided to stop having kiddos and, um, right around, I think my youngest year, like he'd just turned one, my sister-in-law was going back to school to finish her, ba- uh, her bachelor's degree, I think. Um, and I was like, I was, I've been thinking about school and thinking about different things. And, um, God had done a lot between, um, dealing with codependency and dealing with, a spouse who's an addict and dealing with all these things where he was like drawing me out into myself and realizing right. who I am and what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I just put a lot of it aside. I just thought who I want to be is a mom and, uh, and whatever. And I always liked working. I always liked having a job. I liked, um, interacting with people a little bit and, yeah. <laughs> um, making money. I like that part Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and just being able to like go somewhere and come back home. And it, um, I worked part time a little bit being a mom and i felt like i enjoyed my kids a lot more and like the time that i did have um so that was nice but i really felt like i wanted to um get into a career and i thought you know, nursing is kind of natural to me. Like I like taking care of people when they're She's sick. She's a very good nurse. I love, <laughs> I'd be like seven years old and like bring my mom, you know, Tylenol or something on the couch and like blankets and water. And then write mm. down what time I gave it to her, you know, oh like charting gosh. and all this stuff. And um, I don't like
0: even do that with my own <laughs> children. <laughs> the worst. Um,
2: my sister is a doctor, an ER doctor. And she was the first person in our family or extended family that I know of to do medicine. And um, I was like, that sounds really hard and like a lot of responsibility and like too much school. And I don't want to do doctor stuff. And really I was like disqualifying myself because I was like, I'm not smart enough. I'm not, um, you know, like I can't handle that course load. I can't, you know, like all these things that were just like, no, I'll I'll do nursing. That's attainable. That's safe. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's, Mm -hmm. and it's relatively quick compared to, um, med med school.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So I
2: started going back to school for that. And my first semester in was like, I love school. I love science. I love math. I love, like I can, I'm pretty good at it. Hmm. Um, which surprised me surprise after you? 10 years. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't, anyway, um, really, really loved it. And it was like that moment of like, no, I want to know more. I want to, uh, I don't want to you s- doing that.
1: calculus in high school. And you're like, this is kind of fun. And I was like, Bleh. yeah, something's wrong with this. Yeah. Career. I did good <laughs> in calculus, which, mm-hmm. which
2: is a little bit surprising to me, but, um, it shouldn't be like, that's the thing God's been talking about is like, no, I, I made you a certain way. Don't be surprised at what you like and what you're good at. Yeah. Um, and so after the first semester part-time at a community college, he was like, I, I was like, I think I want to do med school and, you know, prayed about it and prayed about it some more. Cause I was like, that's a huge, mm-hmm. huge step compared to nursing school. And, yeah. um, felt like that's what I should do. So I kind of went a little bit more part-time community college and then transferred to KU and um, it's been a lot harder (laughs) than I expected in undergrad. I kind of expected a lot of the difficult crying painful (laughs) sessions to happen after med school started, Uh, but they've been on this side. So maybe that's preparing me. I don't (laughs) know. But yeah, so that's kind of how I got to where I
0: am. Wow. It's small. It's, it's, so cool to hear that you like recognize things about yourself like this is what i enjoy this yeah. is where life it took a lot of work when my heart comes to <laughs> life like i enjoy my children more when right. i have some time away from right. them i think a lot of moms right. really feel yeah. guilty about that that's and, right. and right. invalidate that process yeah but that's that's a real thing you yeah. know and the lord has given you permission to pursue that yeah and, and we'll it made abs- me feel
2: better as a mo- like to me as a mother to actually enjoy the time that i have with my kids versus being like annoyed all the time or right. tired all the time or feeling like uh-huh. i didn't accomplish anything because i didn't get anything done and i'm like well the laundry's still not done when i get home and the dishes are still not done but at least i sold coffee today like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, made I made some, some money, money. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then it
2: was like I didn't care that the laundry wasn't done. I didn't care the dishes mm-hmm. weren't done. Like I could just plop down in the middle of my stuff and enjoy be my kids. Them. So yeah, I feel like that's continued a little bit with school. It's once I kind of got a rhythm and and stuff to just let stuff be, it still gets me a little bit because I like order and I like things being put away so mm-hmm. that I can think and I can do things. But it's hard to have order anyway with four kids. So yeah, it is just true. Yeah.
1: It's true.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, <coughs> um, I don't know what that was. It just that
1: was came the interviewer out. music. So can you so tell? Both <laughs>
0: of you can answer <laughs> this question interchangeably. But I would like to hear how you view yourself as a friend. What are your strengths and weaknesses? <laughs> and how did you come to this place? So, Hannah and Christiana have been friends for 20 years. 20 years. And you have like moved across the country, and you yep. went through st- the season at least of high school and college. Were you yeah. at the same schools? No, or no. different places. Mm. No. And you've gotten married and had families, and your paths have separated and come back together. Yeah. And mm-hmm. That's quite remarkable. Yeah, I would just love to hear about how you view yourself as friends and how that has yeah. worked for you guys.
1: Hmm. I think it's a really great question because it's it's essentially asking how did you grow. In friendship. <laughs> that makes it so much easier to answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, I would say I've grown into friendship and mm-hmm. I'm still growing in yeah. friendship. I think I'm a lot further down the road than I was. Yeah. Even five years ago. I mean, let alone yeah. 10 or 15 yeah. Um I don't know. I think it's hard to accurately assess yourself as a friend. Even <laughs> you probably have to ask your friends <laughs> what kind of a friend you are. I thought about that. Like, should you we know. answer
2: for each other? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I know all your strengths and weaknesses, Christine. <laughs> oh, it's so
1: true. <laughs> um, I thought it, I, w- when I started talking to the Lord about this last night. <laughs> <and> it <laughs> wasn't last night. Well. <clears throat> one of the times. One of the times, anyway. Really sitting and praying, the the thing that first came up in my heart before even thinking about myself was, well, what do I value in a friend, and what is it that I'm aspiring towards? Mm-hmm. Um, and immediately it was uh, like, uh, well, Jesus, mm-hmm. Jesus, and I don't. That's not trite or religious. I don't mean right. that, but I I think about the friend He's been to me that he's really taught me how to be a friend and that he's the one I want to emulate who's so kind and gentle with people's hearts <laughs> yeah. and tender with people's hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, that that is a priority to him in the midst of everything. So that's really what I aspire to. I was thinking about John fifteen thirteen, where it says that greater love has no one than this, that someone laid down his life for his friends. Most of us don't actually get a chance to die for right. our friends but I was thinking about Sung podcast where she was sharing the revelation the Lord had given her. And it's something that John and I pray a lot of days together is I choose to not be angry today. I choose mm-hmm. to lay down my right to be angry. I choose to lay down my right to say that snippy thing. I choose to, it's, it's dying to self. Um, and that in friendship, the thing that the Lord has put before me is loving well, is dying to yourself, and truly wanting to care for someone else's needs before your own.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I have such a desire to expand my capacity to love. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've talked about that before, and I think that when That's I strengthen, uh, yeah, <laughs> that I want it.
0: That's true. I mean, a lot of people don't have that desire they're not aware that that yeah. would even be a need yep. so yeah that speaks to your character for sure
1: yeah thanks <laughs> try not to think of anything negative to say <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, just look at your list <laughs> <laughs> um
1: so i was like i don't know so like that's that's what i want to be as a friend mm-hmm. but how do i actually stack up to that like how do i view myself as a friend um i don't know i think that I'm growing in friendship. Mm-hmm. I started <laughs> thinking about what my strengths are because I think that speaks to how I view myself mm-hmm. as a friend. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm just evading the first part of the question <laughs> and jumping to the second a half a little bit. <laughs>
0: that's okay. We'll let you off.
1: But that's that's like my heart. Hannah, you know, do you want to jump in there on how you view yourself or yeah. myself? <laughs> I was like, I'll jump in. Before talking about what our strengths, how oh. we got to those, how we even gained let's see skills i have to say
2: i have to say one of christy's strengths which i think we've mentioned before in a podcast is her gathering abilities oh yeah it's Mm -hmm. on my list she has a the ability to make anybody from any circle feel welcome and important and involved in whatever's going on because she has great vision Mm -hmm. for lots of things (laughs) and um and i love that because i like being included yeah (laughs) i like being involved and and things um and she likes involving people so that that was kind of a natural springboard for our friendship, I think. Um, another strength she has is cooking, which <laughs> has blessed me immensely as <laughs> I yeah, learned hospitality. how to cook for sure. things besides like cookies and cake and whatever um, that nobody's eating right now. Sorry, okay. Whole30. Okay. I'm trying not to eat sugar, too not working
0: i'll eat your cookies (laughs) 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 i'm here for you yay
2: (laughs) (laughs) her gift is receiving (laughs) 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 it's a lot of grace to receive well um so yeah i could i mean i could go on and on and on i probably will later um how do you view yourself as a friend i had a hard time with this as well did you Usually when I would be like, oh yeah, like that's something that I recognize or that I feel like someone else has recognized in me or whatever. And then instantly I would think of something like an instance of time or whatever, where I did that really badly in Mm. our friendship. And I was like, oh, (laughs) like two or three (laughs) different things. So I was like, I don't know if I should say these or not, (laughs) but that also brought to mind one of my things that I appreciate about Christy is that she is not flustered by, um, she doesn't get locked up in a fence. She doesn't get locked up in mm. things. Um, even disappointment, like even if she has to express it or process it or deal with it or whatever, like it hasn't, I never doubted her, uh, willingness to be my friend because of things that I had done, even though I would have disqualified myself. Mm. Um, because I felt like it was, you know, like that was not something that a friend That's should right. do or say or whatever. Um, so i appreciate that about oh, you thanks <laughs>
0: um would you describe that as loyalty
2: yeah yeah Sorry. i like listening i w- mm-hmm. <laughs> i i'm learning how to like talk and process things so i don't do it super well but i like listening and when Christina became friends she had a lot to say <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> and i loved listening because she's <sighs> like I, i'm like i'm a creative person <coughs> i like adventure and i like whatever and like christy's level even if it was like hey we're gonna go to youth group and lead whatever it was like this is going to be the most amazing <laughs> thing ever and you have no idea and i'm like i don't have any idea <laughs> and then she would cast vision and i'd be like can we even do that and she's like yeah guys come on we can do this
1: and I'm like, okay
0: <laughs> um,
1: so yeah oh. definitely a strength i think Hannah is a really good friend and that So how I view her as a friend, I think she is, she's just kind, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'll be friends with somebody and then Hannah will like join the, the crew and they're like, we like Hannah better. (laughs) (laughs) You know, That's like, (laughs) I'm sure they have never said that. Oh no, no. (laughs) Verbatim. (laughs) I get that one verbatim. In love, in love. But it's like, everybody likes Hannah. Nobody doesn't like Hannah. That's the thing. So I think as a friend, it's because she's, I think she's kind. She's just kind with people's hearts and she's empathetic. So I think as a friend, she's, she's a kind and empathetic person. So I think that's, she can view herself. (laughs) I think those are really important things in the light of, as we started talking before recording, you were sharing about Jonathan. Do you want to just share that real quick before we talk more about other things? Sure. To so summarize I was what reading you said,
0: in um, First Samuel eighteen, nineteen, twenty, this it's the whole story of David essentially, and um, Jonathan is just one character in the story, and it's just so interesting because we know a lot about King David and his life as the king, and but there's a there's a huge section of his life where he was epically persecuted, yeah, and he probably questioned where he fit and what the Lord was doing and how it all worked together and there was a lot of people against him and there was a lot of people that followed him. It talked about those that were in debt, those yeah. that um, were unhappy or disgruntled with the current yeah. kingdom all came to him but he n- he never refers to any of those people as being his friends or any of those yeah. people as being like close confidants but <coughs> um, and that doesn't mean that there wasn't. We don't want to you know, insert or excerpt things that the the Lord hasn't put in there. But I just think it was really interesting. When David um, first slayed Goliath, he came back and and stood before King Saul and he still had Goliath's head on a stick, (laughs) which I thought was (laughs) fantastic. (laughs) Um, And so this is kind of the formal introduction because it says that Saul said, who is this man? And we know that they met before, but obviously he wasn't paying attention to his family or what tribe he was in or any of those things. But now that he had done this huge thing, he had a name for himself. He he needed to know where he fit. And um, so obviously there was some form of introduction. This is my family. This is who I am. This is where I've come from. And it just says that Jonathan loved him as himself. So there was this instant kind of connection this bond with him and then it goes on to say that he gave him his cloak and his tunic he gave him a sword and I kind of picture it as he was a prince Jonathan grew up in the king's home probably knew a lot of privilege Mm -hmm. um, a lot of wealth and had a lot of opportunities because of his position and David was the youngest he was probably came from a relatively poor family in the big scheme of things. He was a shepherd boy. He didn't have any of the appropriate clothing. Yeah. He didn't have the airs or graces. Yeah. So yeah. He didn't know how to relate in it. that world. And Jonathan saw that and cared for him, gave him what he needed to be a part of their, you know, their group, this new environment, yeah. this new culture that he was living in. Um and it's interesting to me that jonathan was saul's son that he the lord chose to give him this special unique relationship with somebody that was in a position of influence and authority because later on as saul um sought to kill david jonathan was the one that interceded for him Mm -hmm. and he explained you know this is your loyal servant he has never done anything against you why would you try and kill him and protected his life um and I, I think it's interesting, I think it's noteworthy that he didn't just not kill David. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, he protected his life in the literal sense, but he also protected his heart. Yeah. So that story that's kind of well known where um, he says they arrange this like meeting point and David is hiding and he confirms, he discovers that Saul is in fact planning to kill David and he goes out and shoots the arrows and he sends the boy and says, no, go beyond. And David hears mm-hmm. that and knows that he has to leave. He has to flee. And um, Jonathan like goes to meet him and they embrace and they weep like both of them mm-hmm. love each other and they care for each other and they connect around the fact that this is a really painful situation, that there is fear Mm -hmm. and there is rejection and there is a way that they like david's life is not safe and they don't know if they'll ever be able to be friends or if their life will ever be the way you know the same as it was before and so i think it's a it's a real key component to look at our life circumstance that we would um like, for me, I'm a bit of a doer, so if I see somebody's having a hard time, I will bring you a meal right. and I'll take care of your kids or, I'll, like, I want to do something there's to help you. There's a purpose to it. Mm-hmm. Right, But and Jonathan did that. Like, he gave him a sword and mm-hmm. he sent him to hide in that cave while he figured it out. Like, there's logistics that we need, which are really important. But he also cared for his heart and yeah. he cried with him and he embraced him and that yep. he cared... Um much more holistically. And I think that reflects the Lord's heart. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: I do, I agree. I think that's the core of friendship. And I think that in my life, and probably in Hannah's life, that she has been the friend to me that the Lord has put in my life to learn to protect one another's hearts and care for one another's hearts, like above all the other people who have come and gone through seasons of pain and joy and sorrow and really hard things. that she's the person like she's the person the friendship and i think probably in light of that our story is one of redemption because <laughs> and it c- should be an encouragement to people because of me <laughs> 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 so Whatever. so d- so here's the thing i think that any strength i have as a friend and where we are today it's been gained through failure and a crap ton of pain and that's right. the truth so we all lack some or all relational skills due to our families of origins and our right. wounds and our dysfunctional ways of being and unfortunately mine are a really big handicap in relationships mm. I struggle with intimacy <laughs> that's a really big problem in friendships so yeah. I think in some ways our story is like I would say that at 20 years into it Hannah and I at a place where we don't do it perfectly but we are 100% that heart of caring for one another's hearts is the heartbeat of our friendship. And we don't do it perfectly, but we do an okay job. Mm -hmm. Right? maybe. (laughs) Maybe? I don't (laughs) know. So in light of that, I think that that should be an encouragement to anyone who's listening, who feels either like they've never been able to be vulnerable or it's gone really badly or Mm -hmm. they just don't even know how that the Lord will help you Mm-hmm. This is his heart for what friendship is designed to be, that we would have these people. Um, the Lord will help you and you can grow in it. Right. You can grow in it. Um, so I was thinking about strengths and things that define me and things that I've learned to do well um, and I was thinking about that I do have a strength that Hannah mentioned it in, in listening and showing mm-hmm. up and helping people process and really in staying with people through hard crap, mm-hmm. through yeah. really hard things that mm-hmm. that's a core component mm-hmm. when you're looking at Having a deep friendship with someone is being able to endure with them through things that are really hard, that are awkward. And I've grown that skill only because I had friends go through horrible things. (laughs) 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 It's true. It's true. (laughs) And I showed up and many of their other friends bailed because it was awkward and hard. And I didn't know what else to do but sit and cry with them when they cried and laugh with them when they laughed Mm -hmm. and just be present And I think that's something you can grow in. That's a skill set. But I've only been able to grow in that because (laughs) of the hard things my friends have walked through. And I was friends with a very precious girl in college who really taught me to listen and process. Mm -hmm. And as Hannah said, I had lots of words to begin with. (laughs) But I'd never before that friend... And Hannah and I were friends at the time, but before that friend, I didn't necessarily had ever done that with someone, like mm. listening and processing mm. and talking and praying and just being glad to be with someone, whatever state they were in. Yeah, That's really something that anyone can learn how to do.
2: Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I was thinking about um, aspiring to be like Jesus as a friend to someone. Mm-hmm. And I think for Christiana, like I... I feel like she will be glad to be with me no matter what state I'm in, (laughs) (laughs) whether I'm really grubby because I've been hanging out with my kids or working in the backyard or I haven't bathed in a week because I'm (laughs) miserable and (laughs) tired, whatever. Or if I'm like, Hey, I'm getting dressed up. I'm going to go out on the town. She's like, okay, I'll go. Like, let's go. Yeah. Um, and I love that about her. I was, when you were talking about, um, Jonathan and David weeping together when I was like, talking to the lord yesterday Mm -hmm. about (laughs) this (laughs) the verse that i got was a time to weep a Mm -hmm. time to rejoice a time Mm -hmm. to mourn a time to dance and um being glad to be together is important in all of those times yeah um and i can literally name you like 50 different moments where christy and i rejoiced together Mm -hmm. or we wept together Mm -hmm. and um I don't, I don't know if it's like empathy or if it's like an overactive imagination, but I feel like Christy could always put herself in my shoes. (laughs) Like even (laughs) if she, even if she hadn't gone through what I'd gone through, she would get it on a deep, deep level that I would not expect from someone who hadn't necessarily walked through what I'd walk through. Um, and just be able to be there with me. It wasn't like trying to fix it or trying to offer solutions or, um, whatever, but it was so deeply present. Um, with me in my pains and in my rejoicing and mm-hmm. yeah, mm. we like to party and we like to cry
1: like <laughs> <laughs> that the truth <laughs> it's a tuning yeah you know i yeah. think it's learning to attune to where someone's at and fun so that was the other thing i was yeah. immediately i was like we have fun always <laughs> we <laughs> always have fun no matter what we do and it's true i think it's so important to play i think uh-huh. we both just love to play uh-huh. yeah, Uh huh. and rejoice and have fun i mean that's one of the, the like hallmarks of our friendship is that we're always having a good time yeah and i don't know how many people have been like i want to hang out with you guys you're more fun than my other friends <laughs> you know like yeah. and it's like cl- we just have fun together no matter that's what true. we do and it's not just the partying, you know like it's right. there's weeping too yeah you yeah. know so it's we're not those friends who just hang out and party all the time. <laughs> I mean, we party a lot, <laughs> and partying's <laughs> like watching Doctor Who while <laughs> yeah, having a glass a <laughs> gossip. You know, <laughs> it,
2: that's, a, that's <laughs> called introverts' party. <laughs> we're not really that yeah. wildy One other person can come, okay? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Invitation only. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except Christy invites like five people. Also. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Which is it taught me a lot. Like I, I didn't grow up learning how to like include people and bring in a large i was like no it's us and them like we're the cool kids which we never (laughs) were i was always like the weirdo artist like tomboy like nerd slap i don't even know how to describe (laughs) myself as a kid (laughs) but it was like i became friends with christine i was like oh yay like we're friends now like we're the friends and then it was like why are why is everybody else here Like (laughs) why are you teaching river dance to everybody else (laughs) which is irish step dancing before you have to say it um but she did give me her shoes that didn't fit her, so I felt pretty privileged.
0: I did. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I want to yeah. learn river dance. You should. <coughs>
2: You'd be amazing. It's called Irish. It. I said it. <laughs> I already said it. Nobody's going to do it. I mean, say it right. But <laughs> it's, okay.
1: it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so those are things we've grown in. Yeah. Yeah. That make our relationship so so v-
2: articulate and well spoken. <laughs>
1: vibrant and healthy
0: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah
0: so how did you how did your friendship start you don't want to hear about our weaknesses I was oh like sorry yes. no. we are skipping no, that one we're just gonna
2: go over that one <laughs> nobody needs to know our weaknesses christy
0: <laughs> what do you think is that valuable Part of <laughs> is that valuable i sort powerful? Of thought that we'd gone yeah totally cool but so I, I mean if you, if there's more that you feel like we no. need to hear um you know, I,
1: no, but I think it's interesting because I think some people you might listen and be like, "Wow, you guys are great." You know, I'm like, no, I'm really not great. <laughs>
2: she is really great. Just Thanks. listen
1: to me. <laughs> Don't listen to Christy. Um, I, but okay. So here's the thing. I, the, the first thing that came to mind is like anyone who's my friend, like in a long term friendship, knows that I can be a real drag. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I am moody. And I might be like, "Yes, things are gonna be great, and we're gonna build a kingdom." And then I'll be like, "Everything's the worst. <laughs> My life is the worst." <laughs> I'm also not fuzzy or huggy. Yeah, or like, w- Christina's like, "Yeah." <laughs> 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 so much affirmation over there. <laughs> no, I, I actually
0: th- appreciate that about you because you appreciate I'm not very huggy. I <laughs> like. A hug, but <laughs> I feel like I have a lot of friends that are kind of touchy and I feel bad yeah. that I'm not that right? way. Yeah, I hear you. So when I'm with you, I'm like, yeah, she doesn't I need know. a hug, That's so I'm nice. off the
1: hook. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good i thought recently like i should bring it up so like i don't think you're one of those people who like needs a hug every time but i feel bad because it's not instinctive to me to like give people a hug and then Uh i'm like oh crap maybe they needed a hug (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean but it's um sometimes people really need a hug Mm -hmm. and i'm the worst like i will sit there loyally and totally in tune with you but i probably am not going to touch you (laughs) you know and i just liked uh, it's probably just my woundedness because apparently as a child i was extremely touchy and affectionate Mm. but Mm -hmm. life killed it dead (laughs) killed it there's hope i don't know maybe anyway (laughs) um but so i think that hannah has endured through my crankiness Mm. you know what i mean like i there say that like it's done (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not done it's ongoing it's in action uh-huh. Uh-huh. but i i think that's part of if you want to look at that heart of friendship um of caring for someone's heart and being with them and protecting their heart and loving them well through all their crankiness like that that's actually part of it is like you're christina just had to stand up i don't <laughs> know what happened right there <laughs> It was very elegant and purposeful. <laughs> <was really> interesting. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt your train of thought, which obviously Sorry. I did. <laughs> you did it. Good. Um, but we are broken people. Mm-hmm. And I think that not being afraid of the mess and the brokenness and not being offended at one another's weakness mm-hmm. is key. I mean, that's the f- that's just part and parcel if we want to love one another well mm-hmm. and have that love like Jonathan and David had. Is that we're going to have really bad days. (laughs) And there's going to be seasons. Where we're awful to be around. Mm -hmm. And there have been seasons. Where I'm awful to be around. Um, But he still shows up. And is kind. I think
0: that can almost. um, I don't know what the word is. It like bonds you to someone. Or it helps you to feel safe with them. Because you know. We all Mm -hmm. know our own areas like that. But you assume that other people don't behave that way or they don't respond that way yeah. or they don't have right. those days where everything is terrible. Right. So when you are with somebody, somebody who's like legit, someone who you like <laughs> and <they've laughs> they're doing it, you know, <laughs> yep, and yep. and they are having a day like that, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, yeah, I'm not the only one, you know, yeah. and yeah. it actually reinforces your friendship rather than breaking it down. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So our friendship developed interestingly. Mm-hmm. And I think that the way it developed is how we wound up where we are. Those kind of tie in together. What was your first memory <laughs> of me, Hannah? I have a very poignant one.
2: So I was 13. Ah, she's <laughs> making a face. <laughs> <laughs> terrible age. It's it's terrible age. I kind of had a huge crush on her brother who was a musician and moody. It's pretty cool. And also like easy to talk to because he had mm-hmm. three sisters. He knew yeah. how to like yeah. talk to Raised girls by women. weird but he, did. Um, he knew did how li- to talk to women good listener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Listened well. he's a good listener <laughs> um, and men. i was like hey if i hang out with his sister I'm i can hang gonna out <laughs> with him <laughs> um but then it was like she was absolutely the coolest person like (laughs) at youth group to me because i'm an artist like i didn't want to hang out with like the popular girls who are like shopping all the time and like whatever (laughs) i was like no give me the person who's like can sing and play the guitar and run sound and like lead a small group and (laughs) sing (laughs) and dressed in like peasant skirts and like had the coolest curly like you know the the like <laughs> ringlet curls that all the girls want. Like she just had it. I don't have it anymore. She had it and it would be purple sometimes. And like, she <laughs> Whoa. and she was two years older. So it was like <laughs> just the right amount of coolness. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I, my mem- first memory of Hannah is not good. <laughs> it was her birthday party. She was turning 13 oh. and I wed as Cleopatra. Oh. She did. I can't remember what Daniel. Of course did. I I did. Drama. (laughs) And I went upstairs to use the bathroom and she was down out on their deck and I heard like all this wailing and I was like, what is happening? (laughs) And I looked out and she, were you dressed as a fairy or something? Yeah, I I (laughs) have this memory of her in her little fairy outfit. (laughs) And something was happening with the dog and the cat and your dad and you were like melting down like having a temper tantrum and at first i was like oh it's just like not for real and then i was like oh no that's for real (laughs) and i was like oh my god so mature (laughs) from my like little like 15 year old oh my god i don't remember this at all over the fairy costume so i think my first impression was like she's really gym at all Uh (laughs) because apparently i was (laughs) was so mature (laughs) yeah (laughs) not not at all Um, But then she started hanging out with Daniel all the time and she even came all the way out to, we lived like 45 minutes away from everybody else and she just kept showing up and she kept (laughs) hugging me. (laughs) (laughs) Like she wouldn't (laughs) stop touching me. It was like a spontaneous (laughs) need. She was persistent. And yeah. she liked me and she liked being with me and thought I was cool, <laughs> which just seems like an ego thing. But I thought I was the worst, <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, so it wasn't like I thought I was cool and I was condescending to be with her. I thought I was the worst. Like, and I didn't have m- many friends at that time anyway, but yeah. Hannah was so persistent and she was so fun to be around. Mm-hmm. Like she was fun once she got over but Real Amateur. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Which was like last year. <laughs> I haven't yet, so it's okay. <laughs> um But she just kept showing up and we just had so much fun. Like, I think that we bonded pretty quickly when I I realized like we enjoyed so many of the same things. Mm. And so I think we very much were girlhood friends. Like I remember we just we hung out all the time and we had so much fun. But to me, the real moment came where I think in terms of development was. It was at my brother's at the time, his girlfriend's birthday party. And it was a sleepover or maybe I don't even remember, but we were both there. And my life at the time, there was so much drama and pain. And I was just starting to fall in love with the one only John Daly. And I hadn't talked about it to anybody. And I didn't really yeah. talk to him about that stuff. I didn't process those We've deep been things. friends for three and a half years yeah. at this point. Yeah, takes sure. a while
2: with me. And I was like, we're going to talk about boys? Liked? Yeah. After three years, I was so excited. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no
1: way. <laughs> and I remember sitting and sharing with her. I just didn't let, I was in so much pain. And so that was a really big deal the first Mm time. It was our first, like, processing sash. It's amazing. I don't know why we're talking about this now. (laughs) We (laughs) are. But that was a really marked moment. And I think, um, but in some ways, I think it wasn't even until we moved both of us out here, which was nine years into our friendship and 11 years ago. Is that math right? Yeah. That through babies and marriage and hardship and all the things we've been through we were able to have the capacity and maturity to begin to have a much deeper friendship mm. yeah so i think that as we grew our friendship grew and developed and we had enough history of stuff that we were able to be yeah. vulnerable and trust one another yeah yeah what do you think i think
2: um there were probably a couple yeah. moments to me that stood out right before we moved or got married or whatever. <laughs> one of them was getting married. Um, <laughs> but when I, when I really started processing my past pain and hurt and like yeah, deep, deep yeah, yeah. woundings, um, I was, it was like a youth group retreat. Of course. Yes.
1: I thought about that too.
2: And she was one of two friends that were kind of with me in the middle of that. And it was just, um, probably in the middle of worship or something I don't even know and and really being able to like feel my pain which I don't do very well because I bury stuff way down um and had to tell someone like I had to talk to someone about it and I hadn't done that before um and it was abuse and it was you know these different things and um and she just sat with me while I was like blowing snot down my (laughs) face and onto the carpet you know like all that kind of stuff and she wasn't freaked out. She wasn't like, Oh my gosh, you're like this, you know, marred person, um, yeah. that I felt about myself, you know, like mm-hmm. you don't, you don't like the idea that you're the girl at youth group that has this like horrible, ugly past or whatever. And then you realize that everybody mm-hmm. at youth group has a right. horrible right. past and you're like, Oh, yeah. but I didn't know that it was mm-hmm. very immature. Um, but she, she walked with me through that in like my first real serious depression, like she just was there and she'd asked me how mm-hmm. I was or, um, wasn't phased by my, my lack of wanting to be myself anymore. Um, which was kind of surprising to me because mm. I think my other friends were like, all right, see ya. Like, you're not fun to be around anymore. You know? Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, cause I was a very spontaneous hugger. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. but my, and my, the other one that I really remember standing out was getting engaged to my husband on our second date, which involved like a week and a half of dating. <laughs> um, and it was shortly after she and John had gotten married and they had all their stuff going on. So we hadn't been like super close and connected mm-hmm. for a few months. And um, and I was like, you know, it's this thing in my life and I'm so excited and whatever. And, and she was like, whoa, you know, that was fast and this is whatever. And then I got like the letter, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you wrote her Any a letter. Anybody who's gotten
2: a Christie
1: letter well, knows what I mean. Um, I, yours is one of the nicer ones. Oh, Okay. I appreciate that. I'm just saying it, I was, it I was going to mention that among, <laughs> I do have a problem when I'm really hurt or really <laughs> upset that my relational brain completely shuts off, <laughs> especially if I feel like betrayed and I didn't feel betrayed in that circumstance, but I have, I especially an inability to like process that and sit and talk with people. And instead mm-hmm. it comes out in like a huge explosion that really hurts people. Mm-hmm. And I like to think that at this point in my life, if I was in a situation like that where I felt really hurt or betrayed or was really upset. I would have just enough emotional maturity to not do that. Mm-hmm. I like to think that, <laughs> think but so. definitely think 13, think so. 14 years ago. <laughs> not yeah. So much. But I did write because I think I tried talking a couple times. Uh, maybe a little, bit, like a little bit like trying to like gone. Yeah. You trying I mean? to open up like, Hey, um, open I'm really concerned about this and it, it wouldn't open. Yeah. And then I was like, I'll oh, just write her I a don't, letter. I don't do confrontation well. I'm mean, yeah. getting there. But it was
2: at that point, especially it was better. like no, <laughs> no confrontation whatsoever. Um, so then she she sent me this letter and it was very uh, gentle, honestly. Um, but it was very much like, hey, I'm really concerned about you. I think this is a big deal. And, and there might be some like immaturity and whatever. on. I don't know if it was just him or me or both of us. <laughs> Um, Christy's also very perceptive (laughs) (laughs) very perceptive (laughs) um and to me because I'm I had all kinds of codependency and and Mm. things going on it was like oh my gosh she thinks I'm a terrible person she thinks I'm like horrible person going off to make this huge horrible mistake and she you know will never be friends with me again that's how it felt like if I get married like I'm gonna lose my best friend yeah and it wasn't it wasn't that at all and it took me a couple of days to like really calmed down. And then finally I was like, all right, God, like I have to, I have to have some resolve. Cause I was like, I want to answer her and I want to, mm-hmm. you know, do what I want to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> and really felt the heart of Jesus of, she loves you. She yeah. doesn't think you're a terrible person. She would be a bad friend if she didn't say something, if she thought this was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um And that meant a lot to me. Like it changed my whole heart and in mind and I'm pretty sure she probably said something like that in there it was more (laughs) of like the like the trauma of confrontation in like 15 pages of typed out you know (laughs) um, (laughs) explanation she's not kidding no I'm not
0: kidding (laughs) wow
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) but I think going through that and then her also being my friend after like she was a bridesmaid at my wedding (laughs) and she like kept talking to me after I got (laughs) married and then moved out here and like we were still friends and I was just like you do care about me like you you're not so upset about my weird decisions to reject me as a person or as Mm -hmm. a friend and that meant a lot so Mm. Um. i think
0: that's huge like that speaks to true loyalty Mm. yeah that you are willing to say something when something's not right or when somebody's making a decision you don't like yeah at at the risk of of hurting them or losing the friendship but you love them enough to do that to to take that step and um, make that risk, yeah. which is, you know, scary. It is very scary.
1: <laughs> I really value honesty, and that's yeah. I think too about how a friend loves at all times, mm-hmm. and that's not like hey, just do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. be <laughs> nice to you. It's loving like God loves, and that really involves that sometimes bringing that truth. Mm-hmm in love which we all do badly most of the time you know but yeah to be willing to be to go out and do that scary thing to say i don't think this is right or this isn't okay or i think you're making a mistake or maybe you should rethink this to say those ca- those conversations right. are so hard mm-hmm. yeah. but i think that it's that is actually part of loving
0: to say it in love and not in judgment yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. it just seems to be recurring from both of you describing <sighs> each other is this idea of um, they just kept coming back. <laughs> like she kept showing up at my house <laughs> or uh-huh. she kept, you know, she was a bridesmaid in my wedding. She she stayed my friend even yeah. though she didn't, you know, she had this opinion or whatever yep. um, that I just think that there's like a long suffering element to healthy relationship. Yeah. Like yep. even when things are hard or not necessarily like a major trauma, but things are just life. Like it's just yeah. dull and yeah. day in, day out that, that, um, I don't know, the friendship that really looks like Jesus is that you keep showing up, that you're still there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's so attainable to any of us. We might feel that we have nothing to contribute, but we can be there. Like, we can just keep showing up. Yes. So much of friendship is showing up. It's just (laughs) showing up. Let me tell you. (laughs)
2: Like, it might not always be pretty. You might not do it well. (laughs) And you might not show up a couple of times. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Um.
0: Yeah, but that's just so valuable. Like it's yeah. such a simple thing. Absolutely. <laughs> um, can you share an example? I mean, that was a great example that you shared, Hannah. But yeah, um, of a specific, like difficult, season and how the strength of your relationship really mm. carried you through.
2: <laughs> you mean the <this> season? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you can speak <laughs> to every <laughs> season. Has there not been a season of <laughs> <know. laughs> I was trying
2: to think. I was like, maybe <laughs> is our whole relationship built over trauma?
1: <laughs> yes.
2: No, no. It's, we've had so many <laughs> days of like, hey, I'm bored. Hey, I'm bored. Can we just like hang out together and make lunch and like give our sons mohawks? Like, sure. Okay. Yes. It's true. True. Um, like, many times. A lot of times. A lot of mohawks. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> which is probably why my daughter was asking for one by the time she could talk. <laughs> 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 uh, I think she's starting to change her mind. She's eight. And oh she good. just was like, I don't think I want a mohawk. Mom was like, what? Wow. Um, anyway. What was I saying? Oh, a season of trauma. Um. I mean, I have one. <laughs> Do you have I have, one? like, five. <laughs> but I could give you one really specific one, which kind of ties into... I think one of the other questions but um on the last podcast where Mm -hmm. i got to to be here i talked about codependency and Mm -hmm. addiction and being a wife and a mother and a really broken person um christy was there through all of that Mm -hmm. she was there every single time i was like breaking down and trying to figure out how to be, be a person and do life and i would show up at her door you know weeping and sobbing and like i don't know how to forgive again i don't know how to do this again i don't know how to yeah um walk through life and and she had the most amazing i told her it was like textbook good friendness (laughs) (laughs) um i when i went through my book for codependency it was like you need to find good friends who will listen to you and not try to fix you but also just let you be Mm -hmm. um and sometimes be honest with you about like, yeah. no, you're being crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but not people who are going to try to like get on your side or like, you know, yeah, he's a terrible person. Or mm-hmm. um, I just or did that in my heart. <laughs> 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 She's very, very gracious, um, and gave my husband so many leftovers and so many <laughs> meals. Like he was like ministered to by food, um, and still is. <laughs> And he's getting really healthy, so like he's all excited about healthy food. Anyway, um, <laughs> all of that to say was I don't know how many times it was like you know sharing these deep, incredibly painful moments, and she could have been like, "Girl, you need help. You need to blah blah blah," and like because she's a she knows, like she's got the perception, she's got the like, right? This is a big deal. This is whatever. But it was just like she let me s- figure stuff out, mm-hmm. um, and she would listen, and and. The <laughs> The phrase literally from the book was like, I'm so sorry. She's like, this is an example of what a good friend would say. I'm so sorry you're going through this. It really is awful. Is there anything that you need from me? <laughs> literally within like three days of reading this, I'm hanging out on my back porch. I'm smoking a cigarette because I'm so irritated and <laughs> upset with my life. And I think Michael and I were separated and... Um, sharing whatever was going on whatever i was processing with the lord which was like this long process and she was like oh she's like that's so hard like do you need anything from me and i was just like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> you're a textbook good friend <laughs> um, and she really like she's taught me how to listen to people she's taught me how to include people like bring them mm-hmm. in and be a gatherer when i can focus on it um and she's taught me how to just be with somebody in the midst of their their pain and their trauma and stuff cuz I was a fixer like I was a I mean I still am a little bit I try to fix that um <laughs>
0: <laughs> but <laughs> you're trying to fix your fixerness I'm try <laughs> <laughs> trying to fix my
2: my fixerness <laughs> uh, um but walking through that season season in particular made me feel like like she can we can go through whatever like -hmm. We can go on the back porch and smoke a cigarette. She's not going to judge me. She's not going to think I'm a terrible wife and mother or um, that I'm a huge loser, wet blanket that lets my husband walk all over me or, you know, whatever. Um, So, yeah. That's my story.
1: (laughs) I sound like such a good friend. Yeah. But I'm thinking about all the times when I was a really (laughs) bad friend. (laughs) 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 That's what I did. Why does that happen? I'm like, oh, these are the good things. But I did so bad. Well, those, the things we did badly really hurt, Yeah, Mm. you know, and they mark us because I've, I've lost, you know, a friendship or two because of, I mean, them and me, but me, you know? So I think that it's, it's redemption that Hannah goes, Hey, you were a great friend during this time. It's like, okay, I have to forgive myself and I have to let it go. And I have to thank the Lord. For what he has grown in me, you know. I think if we obsess and fixate on all of our crap, mm-hmm. as some of us tend to do, <laughs> um, <laughs> we miss out. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a joy killer. Mm-hmm. And we're not. We're not. If you can't let go of the past, like oh, you can't live in the present, and you definitely can't hope for the future. Yeah, that could be a meme. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> memes by Christiana. It's true. I think Hannah has, in, in the difficult season or two in my life where her friendship was so important, I think she h- continually teaches me to be kind. I keep using mm. that word, but it's true. Yeah. Hey, be nice to people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, it's that simple. <laughs> be nice to
1: people. Be nice. You know, like, ongoingly, as a person who can be very cranky. <laughs> it's... uh
2: which is amazing because she, like, gave me
1: freedom to be cranky. <laughs> <I'm
2: like laughs> because I am cranky. <laughs> if you're stuck and, like, you always have to be kind or you have to, you know, yeah. whatever, like, you don't get to validate your own crankiness or feel mm-hmm. like you can be have permission to do whatever. I think the honesty thing you mentioned earlier, yeah. like, Christy taught me how to be honest, like, with myself and with other people um, about how I felt or about what I was going through or about um, life. So,
0: mm-hmm. Thanks, friend. This is such good stuff. I am like literally taking notes. <laughs> <goats. laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I am struck, like sitting and just talking and listening to it. I'm just struck by the sweetness of the Lord mm-hmm. in our lives, in our mm-hmm. friendship. Um, one, that he would give me a friend like Hannah. You know, such a gift. <laughs> Cranky old me. <laughs> and I... I've been thinking about it as I've been sorting through the giant box of letters that I've blogged about before on the Moodly blog. Mm-hmm. That's hard to go through, but I keep finding Hannah things, you know, notes to sleepovers. She had, oh my God, she never stopped having sleepovers. <laughs> like. <laughs>
0: That's so true. many I invitations.
2: Still <laughs> she still does. We still do. They're so Two fun. Two years ago, my birthday was a sleepover. So <laughs> 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 it's the
1: best. Um, notes, invitations to sleepovers. And it's that persistent love. Like it's long-suffering. <laughs> like who would invite me to a sleepover? <laughs> but it's persistent. <laughs> like that persistent you're the coolest love. you <laughs> <ever. laughs> And to have a friend who thinks you're the coolest. And I told her, I found this note that literally it was just like, and it was an old one. It was like, I just wanted to tell you that You look really cool today, and I mean, I know you already know, but you're just you're really (laughs) cool. (laughs) And I was like, oh, it just melted my heart, you know, like her little thirteen year old, like, oh my gosh, you're so cool. But that I needed that, like, I Mm -hmm. needed someone who went, wow, I see you, yeah, Yeah. I see you, and I see all of you, and I like it, Mm -hmm. you know, like such a gift. I mean everyone likes Anna, but not <laughs> everybody likes Anna. <laughs> <No, I guess. laughs> <laughs> Most people like me. Most people they do. They I really don't know do. what she's talking <laughs> about. I know. I think you're kind <laughs> almost of hot everywhere on I go, yeah. I am liked. But uh, maybe it's cuz I, yeah, like yeah. I don't like me.
0: I don't like me,
1: you know, so to have someone with that persistent love of God, that mm-hmm. sticky Hesed love that Dr. Jim Wilder of the Life Model likes to talk yeah. about, yeah. where h- the Lord just sticks to you and doesn't let go.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Most people call that annoying. <laughs> <laughs> she said she was persistent i was like oh it was actually called annoying <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> good i friend. think
0: that's really worth noting though like the cool person that you think is really cool there might be somebody in your life now that you yeah. think yeah. they have it together yeah like they're doing this for real and they yeah. look good while they're doing it yeah um maybe doesn't think that about themselves yeah. like maybe they need your love and they yeah. need you to say mm-hmm. wow I think you're amazing like yeah you look really good <laughs> <laughs> I don't know like yeah. yeah the ripe old age of 35 with five children I really <laughs> like it when somebody <laughs> says you look good because <laughs> <laughs> <It's
1: laughs> most of the time <laughs> I don't <laughs> feel very good it's the you truth. know
0: Yeah. um but yeah like often people that on the exterior yeah. look really well put together may be very insecure or may have all yeah. sorts of cracks yeah. that you can't see and they need your friendship as much as anybody else they yeah. might be very lonely um, it might yeah. take three and a half years Yeah, <laughs> just persistent,
1: long suffering Yeah, <laughs> yeah if you want to be a friend show yourself friendly mm-hmm. and keep coming back mm-hmm. keep coming back and don't be I mean I think you have to Talk to Lord about it, but yeah, three and a half years was how long it took before I went. Here's my heart in mm. a really vulnerable mm. way, but oh my gosh, worth it, right, Hannah? <laughs> <laughs> it was so worth it. I was gonna say that, but then they
2: started talking, and I was like, "But so worth it, worth it, worth <laughs> it." <laughs> <laughs> but I say, so like, twenty
1: it. years later, we have something that's just like gold, yeah. you know, yeah. in our lives. Mm-hmm. um So it's like, d- you know what? It maybe the first time you ask that person, "Hey, you want to do something?" and they're like, "No, I'm okay. Don't touch me." <laughs> <laughs> You know, maybe it pers- persists for a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> wow. So I've written a little list. Okay. We might end it on. This is a list from my observation okay. of your friendship okay. through the ups and downs of okay. what makes a good friend. So what we need, what we need to receive from people mm-hmm. as a friend and also what we need to maybe invest. Sometimes mm-hmm. it comes naturally and sometimes it needs to be a bit of an... An intentional mm-hmm. choice. Mm-hmm. So <coughs> and also just from what I what I was reading about Jonathan, I feel like these are very And Jesus. Mm-hmm. And Jesus. Yeah. That these are just really uh, qualities that we can all strive towards in a healthy way. <laughs> <laughs> Without perfectionism. Yeah. <laughs> or fixing. <laughs> or fixing. <laughs> um okay, so kindness. Mm-hmm. Um, empathy. So not trying mm. to fix it, but just mm-hmm. being with people where mm. they're at. Um, loyalty, and and with that goes along the idea of long suffering mm-hmm. and and persistence. Um, being a good listener, mm-hmm. um, being selfless. Yeah. So that was one of the things that stood out um, with Jonathan and David. Is that he said that he loved him as himself, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. like a v- classic biblical concept like do unto others as you would have them do unto yourself and i just think that we can't overstate the value of yeah as as you said like giving up your right Mm -hmm. to be angry or to my right to have my needs met yeah you know but to loving people despite yourself and then the last one was honesty that Mm. that true friendship grows when there's just authentic Mm -hmm. relationship and real honest communication
2: and I think the loyalty thing like I think a lot of people that I see that are like this is my friend I'm loyal gets translated as everything they do is right I'm by them no matter what right and that's not loyalty Mm -hmm. loyalty is you are doing your life this way I'm doing life this way and I love you and I see you and I'm going to be your friend Mm mm-hmm um, and maybe saying that sometimes yeah. <laughs> in a 15-page letter <laughs> that you might <laughs> not agree with some we're of the choices right, they're not. making, and that's fine, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Because I I feel like people have this idea that if you're friends, you should okay all of their decisions right. and all of their um, stuff, and that that's not true.
0: So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, honesty okay. and loyalty have to go together. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely,
1: good list, Christina. Yeah.
0: Good Thank line. you. Who great was. list, <laughs> <laughs> Hannah and Christiana. I love it that your names rhyme, too. <laughs> I know. It's, it's helpful. It's
1: helpful. <laughs> well, it's helpful to get people to say my name right. Uh huh. And like, Christiana rhymes with Hannah. My
2: Let's favorite see? is when her husband says it wrong. <laughs> John <laughs> Bailey. I'm like, haven't you been married for like... Come on.
1: It's complicated. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he just calls you Christy. He, he calls, calls me easy. Christy. My family calls me Christy. Just, <laughs> just a holler. <laughs> oh, well it's been delightful to be together. Yes. I am feeling inspired to <laughs> love well. <world. laughs> Have a wonderful week. Yes. We'll see you everyone again soon. <laughs> Goodbye. Yay.